Hello, starseeds, and welcome to this latest episode of the Rooted in Starlight podcast. I am your host, Trisha M. I hope that I am here finding you all well. I'm certainly feeling better um, since the last episode that uh, aired. And I am here, and we're basically going to be talking about the end of the month for January and um, then discussing what some of the things are lined up for the month of February. February is a very impactful month um, just because of the energies that are really going to be taking place, there's a lot of concentrated, um, crystallized energy that is going to be taking place throughout the month of February. And it basically was all starting in the, in this last week of January, um, with the way that we had some of the movements of the planets. And so I just wanted to begin just to give you an idea of where we are cosmically with what the sky map looks like. And that would be that we would be starting with Capricorn because, yes, we are officially in the Aquarius season uh, because the sun is in Aquarius and has been since the 19th of January. Um, but we actually have several planets that uh, insist they just want to hang out in Capricorn. And one of the things that's really uh, important about that, and I'll give you the list of these, is that Capricorn is the sign of the builder and the sign of preparation and um, success, but it's success that leads to the planning and the the <clears throat> excuse me the methodical steps that you know you need to take or the actionable steps that you know you need to take in order for something to succeed so capricorn is very pragmatic on that on that level and capricorn is also a sign for um perseverance and so when you're working with planets in that in that sign, you have planets that are willing to roll up their sleeves and say, what is it I need to do? And then set about doing that. And, and fortunately that once they do start using that energy, then they will continue to, to use that energy. It won't be that with the first roadblock or the first challenge where they would throw their hands up in the air and say, oh, well, that's that, you know, it's time to just be resting and let's just, you know, figure out something else to do because this isn't working out. Uh, Capricorn very much is that persistent planet of I can get this done if I just work a little harder, if I just do a little more, um, this can be a success. And so with that being said, we have... um, Obviously, Pluto, who's been in Capricorn since uh, 2008. Uh, So Pluto is still very much uh, set up uh, in-house in Capricorn. We have Venus in Capricorn, and she currently is still retrograde. 
Uh, the good news is that she will be going direct on January 29th. And that is certainly good news to anyone who has um, significant uh, Venusian energy in their chart. So for Taurus and Libra children, as well as those that have Taurus and Libra as rising signs, or someone that's got a very prominent placement for Venus, this would definitely be um, nice energy to start dealing with, with her being able to be working with you in a way where hopefully what you've been able to do is take, you know, the time that she's been in retrograde to be reviewing your relationships. And and that includes the relationship you have with yourself. Um, But also the, you know, the things that you uh, place value on and, and the ideas and, um, you know, the, energy that you have for what it is that you want to create, as long as you've been able to really, you know, take some time to reflect on what that looks like in your life and how and and what is working for you and what isn't, then you've had an opportunity that once she moves direct, any changes that you have been making or any intentions that you have put out there in changes that you want to see you know, moving forward for yourself, that's where she'll be able to start giving you um, that energy of, okay, yeah, we can get this done. Um, So like I said, that happens on the 29th. And so we also have Mercury, who is also retrograde, um, and Mercury will be going direct on February 3rd. Mercury moved into Capricorn on Tuesday the 25th of January and Mercury will be in um, Capricorn until the early part of February. Mercury is actually the first planet that moves out of Capricorn. So, and then the other planet that we have in Capricorn is Mars. And I post it on my rooted in starlight page Uh, on the 24th of January about Mars moving into Capricorn because both Mars and Venus will be in Capricorn till the beginning of March. And so, again, like I said, this is energy that the universe is saying to you, what is it you truly want? Make those intentions And this is where, if you go back to listen to my Christmas or New Year's episodes, I spoke to how, (laughs) you know, there was no stress with the New Year January 1st because we had a whole month of January and coming into the beginning of February where you really were going to have a lot of redo for New Year's. And so that you could really say, this is my new year. This is really the beginning of what I'm setting, setting down and laying out and planning for, and here's what I'm going to do, um, to make that happen. And with the energy right now, so much energy being in Capricorn, especially with what we call the personal planets of Venus, Mercury, and Mars, they are planets that really will work with you on a personal and internal basis to be able to get something 
um, to come to fruition and to manifest. And with that being in Capricorn, you're actually being asked by the universe to say, okay, here are the intentions or the goals, and here's what I have as the plan of action. You know, here's the mission statement. Here's the, you know, the proposal of what it is that I believe and how it is that I'm going to get there. Because then they can work with you with the ideas that you come up with. Okay, that's going to work or that's not going to work. Um, But that Capricorn energy will actually assist you in making that happen. And so this is very much a good time to be, you know, if you've already got your intentions set for the year, to really review them and say, you know, is this exactly what I want? Is there something I want to tweak? Is there something I want to add? Um, because that's something that you can do now while you have these planets in Capricorn that really are going to say, we're going to help you get this done. And so Mars moved in, as I like I said, I did a post uh, on the 24th of January. That's when Mars moved into Capricorn. What's great about Mars being in Capricorn is Mars is exalted in Capricorn because Mars is the planet of do. Mars is very much the, let's get this done. You know, what is it we need to do? It's the planet of action. Um, And it is also the planet of, you know, whatever Mars sets out to do, Mars wants to be a success on. Um, And Mars is is, is a planet that wants to be able to kind of go from point A to point B in a very streamlined fashion. Mars is not the planet that wants to be, oh, I have to take this shortcut or, you know, let me go this route or, oh, that's not working, let me go that route. Mars is pretty much, here's what I want, here's the way I'm, um, this is the road I'm taking, and that's going to get me to to this particular point. And so with Mars being in Capricorn, that energy is really there for us throughout the month of February and into that first week of March, helping us plan. And and obviously now that we are going to be coming up on a new moon, helping us actually start taking steps in February for what it is that we really want to be seeing um, evolve throughout this year. And you'll be in a good position where if something that you have already decided that you want to do may not work, then this is the time to be able to find that out and then be able to say, okay, that's not working. Let me see what else I might need to do to bring something that I'm, you know, visualizing or, um, you know, that I've got the goals for and, and, and bring it into um, manifestation. And so that is one of the things that I think works really well right now. It's kind of funny just because, like I said, we're in Aquarius season. And normally, once the sun moves into a particular sign, uh, what you usually have is, you know, especially these personal planets of Venus, Mars, and um, Mercury, they normally are not too far behind the sun in getting into the same sign as um, 
as wherever the sun is. So this is kind of unique that those three planets are, we're chilling, we're chilling in Capricorn and um, that's where we're going to be for a while while the sun is like, okay, well, I'm over here in Aquarius. So, um, and the sun right now is, is hanging out with Saturn, um, which usually those two are not necessarily the two planets that want to hang out together. Um, but they are two planets that can work together um, when they are aspected in, in certain ways. And so I think that's one of the things that right now I'll, I'll be discussing that we do have a um, Sun and Saturn conjunction that's going to be coming up uh, again in the beginning of February. So, and that's where it's like we're going to be leaving January with this energy, this very concentrated energy in Capricorn, and then two powerhouses in Aquarius. And the North Node is already, a, as a, you know, I've mentioned in other episodes, in Taurus. And so you've got that whole cycle um, starting up. And so this is, um, this is going to be interesting for what you're going to be able to get done in the month of February. I feel like, again, I, I said that, you know, it's very crystallized energy. And I feel like one of the things that that really means is that you yourself are going to be able to become very clear about what it is that you want. You've had that opportunity again, with Venus being retrograde, you've had that opportunity to become clear about knowing what's working in your life as far as relationships and, and what it is that you value and, you know, the way you earn your income and, and, you know, what sensibilities that you have about how your, you know, your life is um, designed right now. And, you know, Venus very much is in that place where now that she's getting ready to go direct, you have that ability for her to say, okay, what are the, the changes that you want to make having had that time to become clear on what it is that you felt was working or not working in some significant areas in your life that Venus actually rules over. And with her going direct on the 29th, one of the things that you have happening is she will now be recovering the degrees that she was at in the middle of November through the early part um, of December. And I remember, I'm, I can't tell you what episode it was specifically. I probably was the episode where we were talking the most about the Venus retrograde. But there was a, a, an episode where I did discuss that you know, she had been in her shadow period as of like November 18th, 19th, because she was at 11 degrees and she was going to be moving forward and getting to that 25, 26 degree mark before she was going to begin going retrograde. And so now on the 29th, when she goes direct, she will be directing Capricorn at 11 degrees. And she will recover and retrace her steps from that 11 degree to that uh, 26 
27-degree mark in Capricorn. And interestingly enough, and we will talk about it, uh, you know, more as it approaches, but she will be taking the, you know, pretty much the month of February to do that and then actually be meeting up with um, Pluto again in the beginning of March. And there will be one more conjunction between Venus and Pluto. Uh, She will be direct, obviously, at the time. Um, but it will be her reaching that 27 degree mark, uh, which is where, uh, the Christmas and, um, December, I believe it was December 11th when the first conjunction with Pluto happened. And then we had the one at Christmas and that was that, uh, 27 degree mark that she was at. And so she'll be getting back there in her um, forward motion or in her stationary um, orbit and then meet up with Pluto again on March the 3rd, which, you know, that's 3-3. And I, that's actually a very uh, powerful date in and of itself. And I'll talk more about that as we get closer to that date. Um, but that's one of those, um, again, that's that piece of, you know, there's been this time that Venus has been doing this work and it's just, this is a good time of the year for us to be able to say, okay, what is it that I know happened in my life while this, this energy with this planet was taking place and how has it shifted things for me and how has it brought awareness of things that I may want to shift that you haven't completely shifted yet. And that's the kind of work that Venus and Pluto have been working um, with you on together is with that energy. And obviously there is um, energy in that that can become very, um, you know, at times frustrating. It can be challenging. um, And, you know, it can even be, you know, traumatic depending on how it presents itself in your life. But this is energy that we've definitely been working with since the middle of November, and it is going to be taking us right to the beginning of March. And I feel like it really is about being able to set you up for the things that you say that you want and and the universe saying, okay, that can only happen if this is in alignment or if this is set up this way. And that's part of what's going on with the way this energy right now is set up um, in the cosmos uh, because it is all very concentrated. And when it's this concentrated, you are definitely going to have some shifts and and uh, changes taking place. Um, even if you yourself are not actively seeking them or working on trying to make it happen, um, this is where sometimes you get into that fate um, or the faded uh, energy of something's going to happen irregardless of what it is that you're um, either trying to ignore or, or if you're trying to do something different, you know, sometimes we can hang on to things even when we know that the value or the evolution or the growth within them no longer exist. Um, and this energy very much is saying, no, that can't happen if you really have um, intentions and 
and visions that you want to bring into your life and that you actually want to manifest in a very real, tangible way. And they, the planets right now, the way they're set up, are really trying to say, we can work with you, but it's all about timing. And so you need to be able to work with us. And that's very much the conversation that is going on right now and will be taking place throughout the month of February. And so moving on from, you know, Venus and Mars and and what's going on with them, then we also have, you know, Mercury and Capricorn and Mercury will be uh, conjuncting Pluto on January the 28th. Um, And like I said, Mercury is retrograde. And one of the things that I think you will, again, be finding Mercury retrograde can be a great time to be working on the things that you've been wanting to get done or you've been trying to work on. And for whatever reasons, whether it's scheduling or timing or, you know, having the uh, additional resources, whatever it is, when Mercury goes retrograde, that is often the best time to go back and start working on something that you've been trying to get done and have had problems doing. (coughs) Excuse me. Because Mercury will be very much, um, the energy will very much be there to say, oh, okay, yeah, dust off this idea or dust off this project or dust off this intention. And now that you're looking at it in a different way, here's how I can help you. And so lots of times there can be information that you may not have been able to come across that in a Mercury retrograde phase, suddenly it will be there. Um, or suddenly you'll have someone that, you know, is going to be able to help move something forward with you where you alone may not have been able to do it. Mercury will go retrograde and then sometimes actually bring the people and the other resources that you might need for something that you've really have been working on. Um, and so with the conjunction with Pluto, I think that's part of what you're going to see happening. And again, like I said, when you have these aspects, it's never that it's just the one day you are usually feeling that energy for a good four or five days. And what happens is that you have the buildup, so to speak, you know, these two planets, and and this is for whatever planets that are going to be getting together. But what happens is you have the two planets as they're getting together. It's this buildup of the, the their energies getting closer and closer um, to where they're going to be actually in um, alignment. And then, uh, and then you have the exact actual aspect, whether it's a conjunction or an opposition or a square. Um, and then that usually is a day or two of intense energy that you're feeling. And then you have a period where then, then they're starting to, uh, that energy starting to disperse because the planets themselves are starting to move further and further apart. And so that's why you have when you're looking at um, aspects, even if you see it on a calendar, like, oh, this is the day it's going to happen, that just means that's the day it's exact. 
but that energy will be felt a few days before and certainly a few days after. So you really are looking at a good five days. And again, depending on the planets, because some of them can be more intense. And then also with slow moving planets, it actually takes them longer to be separating from um, each other. And so there sometimes, you know, that energy can last even longer than, you know, a five or seven day period. Um, so the Mercury and Pluto, I think what you'll hack, um, hopefully be able to be seeing is that um, that will be able to be helping you actually shed some blocks that might have been holding you back, things that you've been trying to get done because Pluto is the transformer. So Pluto really does want us to be able to move into what we actually envision for ourselves. Um, the challenge working with Pluto is that Pluto wants to make sure it clears everything out of your path in order for you to build and, you know, regenerate in whatever way that you are trying to seek. And so sometimes that energy can get very heavy to work with because, usually when we're trying to manifest something and we're thinking about something, we're thinking about it in smaller, um, you know, smaller blocks of what it is that we want to work with um, and not, you know, oh, hey, I want to lay waste to my whole life so that I can then start all over, you know, towards this particular path. It's rare that we do that. I mean, there are times when certain things happen, whether it's, you know, a move because of a career situation or a relationship that ends or, you know, those kind of situations or, you know, a, a death, you know, in your, in your family, those are situations where you literally, you know, are starting over from scratch. But in, in most instances, we as humans, when we want to make change, we want to make it in a particular area while we can still have the comfort and the safety of, other areas in our life feeling very stable and feeling like we can rely on them. And so with Pluto, that sometimes can be the tricky part because Pluto doesn't necessarily um, concern itself as to whether or not we're comfortable with the transformation that it's trying to bring about. So that being said, though, I think with Mercury being retrograde, that it's its meetup with Pluto is really about um, this energy of where is it that you want to be going and what's been in your way? What's been holding you back? And is that, you know, certain mindset and beliefs that you've had, or is it actual resources that you might've been lacking? And what would be, what'll be interesting is that because this energy taking place um, on the 28th of the exact is so close to the new moon, it will be interesting to see how Mercury and, and Pluto want to work with you to actually clear some things away and clear a path that you can actually say, oh, I can see how I can get to where it is that I want to go, or I can see how I can create this now where I couldn't see that, you know, six months ago or even a year ago. And so I think that's one of the things um, that you can be working with and be looking forward to 
with this particular aspect. Uh, the other thing that I would just say for your, uh, for the word of caution, because, um, you know, all these planets, there's, you know, the positive things, and then there can be the challenging ones. And the big one with the Mercury-Pluto conjunction would be just being careful when um, you're relating to others and how you are relating so that, you know, you, you know, are willing to be approaching situations um, with others in, you know, more subtle and graceful ways, as opposed to being, you know, overly bearing or, um, you know, aggressive um, in, in a particular situation. So this is certainly a good time to be able to try and you know, take a moment when you're dealing with other people and before you respond to really, you know, say what might be going on in their life as well so that the response that you give can, you know, carry a little more grace with it than maybe it would if you didn't take that minute to actually think about that. Um, and then the other thing I did want to mention with... Um, Venus, before I get too far away from her, is that she is now a morning star. So for any of the early risers that I have as listeners, and if you're interested in seeing Venus in the sky, you can now be seeing her shining actually fairly bright in the sky right now, just before dawn. Um, so that twilight time of the morning, which is usually a really beautiful time to be up, especially if you want to be journaling or meditation. That's just a beautiful time before I, I like to refer to it as it's the time before the world wakes up. Um, and that can be a very um, introspective time. It's a great time also, though, to be um, to be able to tap into sometimes some of the very deep intuition that uh, lies within you. Um, so I find that that is a great uh, reflective time to just kind of allow the universe to, to kind of send its energy, you know, from the crown to the root chakra and just have that working with you. Um, so if you're that kind of person that likes to be up that, at that time in the morning, or you have to be up that time in the morning, uh, and it's not too cold, uh, I'm in an area right now where it is really cold. And so to be honest with you, um, running out to <laughs> check out Venus isn't happening right now, but hopefully by the time she's her brightest, which is actually um, right around the 12th of February... I'm hoping it will feel a little warmer in this area. And um, that might be something I'll be wanting to do. Uh, that being said, then the next thing that we have is that we are actually going to be moving into February, new month. Um, and this is, so this is, you know, 2022. So one of the things that's interesting about the month of February, just for numer numerology purposes, is that you have for February 2nd, you have 2222, um, which is a 22 is a master number. And so that particular day, as, along with the 22nd of February itself, because that will be 22222, um, those are 
some powerful energetic days working with the number uh, two and also with the number 22, which again, that's a master number, um, which very much is about being able to advance your divine purpose and your soul's purpose. And so, um, and being able to do that in a, um, not only uh, in its highest form, but also in a very um, balanced and harmonious way. Uh, I think that those energies are important to be working with for um, those particular days. So February 2nd is definitely um, a day that I'm looking forward to. Not that I expect, you know, you have to take all that with a, you know, sometimes with in stride, I, there are times when I look for a particular day and I think, oh, this is going to be a great day. And then, you know, of course, I'm not in charge of every other human that's in my life, so I can't control what else might be coming up. But what's great about those kind of days is that when I'm looking forward to a particular day, I do know that normally then my energy is able to handle whatever might be coming along, even if it's something that's going to end up derailing what I might have planned to begin with. So. So then one of the uh, big things that happens with the month of February, obviously, is, and again, I I like this, so I want to enjoy this while it happens, and that's that we have a new moon, and that is on February 1st. It's January 31st for some um, regions of the globe. For the eastern part of the United States, it is very much February 1st. But it's also very early in the morning. It's at 12.46 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this will be the new moon in Aquarius, and it will be at 12 degrees of Aquarius. Um, This is a moon that is very much wanting to be able to provide clarity and direction. And part of why that is so is because both the sun and the moon which will be conjunct at the new moon because the new moon is when the sun and the moon are in the same sign and they're at the same degree. Um, But they will also be in conjunction with Saturn. And so, again, this would normally be something where you might be like, oh my God, Saturn, you know, like really? Because you know, Saturn can and does often want to be the uh, downer of the party, so to speak. But in this situation, there is, again, this, this energy of being able to really set what you want and be clear about that so that, that you then are really working on steps and and goals that that what you set out for yourself the path that you set out for yourself is something that's achievable and that's very much what this um new moon is about within this uh conjunction with saturn because you will also have the sun conjuncting saturn and again that's going to be an energetic period with the sun and saturn that's going to take a little longer than the moon because the moon moves much faster um, through the sign 
than, than the sun does. And so for the new moon itself, you will have, you know, this conversation with the sun and the moon and Saturn taking place in Aquarius while you pretty much have the other personal planets of Venus, Mars, and Mercury hanging out right next door in Capricorn. And this is very much about that. I mean, what's, what's great with Aquarius is Aquarius is about us wanting to express our individuality. And so it's very much a, this new moon is very much about really, again, finding what it is that you want to really express within yourself. And, but, and then with Saturn there, then Saturn is saying, okay, you know, I hear you. And then what is it you need to do for that to actually come into being? How do you make that a reality? Because that's what Saturn is about, is wanting to make sure that you know that whatever it is you're trying to focus on, that you need to be able to bring it into reality and bring it into a a place where it's, you know, very tangible and that you can be working with it and that you know that there's, you know, certain boundaries that you need to have with it and certain goals and responsibilities and commitment and Saturn is very much saying, okay, that's what I want to work with. And in this kind of, in this conjunction that it has with the sun, the sun very much wants to work actually with Saturn on that level because the sun itself is all about our ego and our sense of identity. And so the sun wants to say, you know, to us, okay, what is it that you want to do that, that you feel helps express your uniqueness and, and even, you know, your, your soul's purpose were certainly one of them. Um, and then Saturn will, and then the sun will then say to Saturn, okay, so what kind of plan do we need here so that, you know, we can actually be working to get this together. The one challenge that you have with, um, with, Saturn is that Saturn will want to be testing to see how strong you are in anything that you say you want to do. And that is where it's term of the taskmaster, you know, Saturn is, has been known as the teacher, um, but it's also known as the taskmaster. And that's part of where that comes from is because that the challenge that Saturn wants to to present to you is always about, are you sure that you really want this? Because I'm going to throw a roadblock or I'm going to throw a challenge in your way. And I want to see how committed you really are to this goal or this intention or this dream. And so that's very much where the tension can come from with this particular conjunction with the sun and conjuncting Saturn. Um, and the, that will be exact on February 4th. And so again, you're going to have that energy building and you'll probably start feeling that around the 27th or 28th of January. And then it will be exact on the 4th. And then you'll probably feel that transit energy softening, so to speak, I would say probably around, you know, the, you know, the 7th of February, 7th or 8th of February. Um, and so again, it's, it's this moment where you can 
have the opportunity to become clear about what it is that you want to do and how you want to proceed to make that happen. And I think, um, you know, one of the key phrases for certainly for January, but very much also for the month of February is going to be, what are the actionable steps? What is it you can actually do? What is one small step you know, on this day, what is, you know, a a larger, you know, a larger step you want to take a week from now or two weeks from now. And then it's, it's that ability to be able to just keep building upon what it is that you're doing. Because as long as you're doing that, then the foundation will be more secure and stable. So that as we get into the spring, you'll have some opportunities with some of the planetary aspects that will be coming up in you know, in March and certainly in April, uh, which is, you know, definitely a um, favorable, powerful aspect, uh, planetary month. uh, But you'll have this opportunity to know that you can say, I actually really built something um, in January and February that was solid. And, you know, by the time I get to spring, I'm actually going to see the movement and the rewards and the, you know, or certainly some of them, uh, depending on what it is. I mean, if you're, you know, obviously if your goals or things are going to involve more long-term, then what you're looking at is more the idea that you're going to have these stages of success and being able to be prepared for those stages. So that again, it's, you know, about being able then to build upon each stage of success. And, the one thing that I want to interject at this point is that that very much is part of what your North Node in Taurus is all about. Because you really have, um, you know, with Capricorn, you're dealing with an Earth sign. And with the North Node being in Taurus and Uranus being in there, that's an Earth sign. And so this turn, this North Node that we have 19 months you know, traveling in Taurus and then the south node being opposite that in Scorpio. This is really about, again, that clearing away, clearing away the things that are holding you back and knowing that whatever foundation you want to work with, that you're working with a solid one and that that in itself is what's going to allow you to bring into fruition and bring into this reality that which you're seeking and that it will be something that will be solid and stable for you and be supportive on whatever level it is that you're trying to have this come to be. Um, And so that's, um, I'll definitely be doing an episode, a bonus episode for the, um, the nodes, uh, primarily too, because of, uh, one of the aspects that we have, uh, with Pluto in them. And again, that's the beginning part of February. And again, it just is all this energy that is saying, just get clear. What is it you really want? And when you have that much energy of the planets asking you that question in every which way that it can, then that's where it really is this energy where it's going to say that once we start moving and once we start shifting 
into other aspects and other signs, then you're coming along with us for the ride, whether you like it or not. And so what we're asking you to do now is, you know, get clear and plan and and put those intentions out into the universe. And so there isn't any confusion when the universe shows up, you know, within your life and says, oh, this is what so-and-so wants. And this is what I can deliver. Um, because that's, you know, for people that work with the attraction, that's one of the things that is very big um, as a tenant in the law of attraction is that you need to be very clear about your intention. And that is true even with magic work. I mean, you know, it's not something where you can say, well, I want this and then also this and then also this. And and have those three different things in some way be um, out of sync with each other. Because when you present something to the universe where it's kind of scratching his head, like, well, wait, that, you know, you wanting that, but then you also wanting this doesn't make any sense. Then the universe gets into a state where it's not sure what it is you actually are asking for. And so that clarity and, um, you know, that crystalline energy that we're this, that's, it's just this period that we're in right now. And, and it's just really potent for us to have this opportunity to say, yeah, this is what I really want to do. This is what, um, this is what I want to achieve. And, and this is the plan that I have for doing that. And then being able to, you know, interact, um, with your energy and the universal energy to be able to get that feedback, like, Hey, what is the sign, you know, that this is, this is the best path. And if it isn't, then, you know, show me the sign that is, you know, bring that, bring that message to me. And then that's where you start, you know, seeing these synchronistic moments that can happen in your life. Um, and so I feel like this is a period where you're going to probably see a lot of that happening, especially as we move into February with this new moon happening, you know, right out of the gate on February 1st. And this moon, um, you know, this sun and moon very much being in relationship right now and in a conversation with Saturn, um, you know, while right next door you have, um, you know, Mars and Mercury and Venus and Pluto all having, you know, their own conversation and, you know, sharing a house. So, um, I think that's one of the things that is, is, um, is going to be potent about the month of February. Uh, and then on top of that, the fact that, you know, it's 2022. And so February has a couple of those 22, 22, 22 elements, which is going to be really, um, energy that will just be raising the vibration for, you know, that particular, you know, day or, um, you know, some of the surrounding days around that. One of the things um, this new moon also, again, is going to be great for is uh, helping us break out of any ruts that we might be in. Um, And that can really happen, especially right after the holidays, um, when you are living in the zones where you're experiencing winter, it can kind of get to a point where you just feel like it's the same day. And um, you know, energy levels can, can sometimes be a little harder to, uh, you know, keep sustained 
because there isn't as much uh, interaction with the outdoors. And so this is a great time to try and be out, you know, even if it's only 15 or 20 minutes a day, it's, you know, it is important to be able to get out and spend some time out, um, you know, outdoors um, for your own physical health, but also more importantly for your, you know, mental and energetic health as well. Um, but I think this new, this new moon will help with that. I just feel energetically part of that too is going to be, is because of the fact that you now have the sun gaining strength. Um, and so I feel like that in itself as, you know, especially once we get into February, you know, we have obviously since we've had the, uh, winter solstice, I've certainly noticed the, the you know, a little bit more of daylight that we have right now. It's, you know, about 45 minutes, maybe an hour more. Um, and then as we, by the time we're into the middle of February, it will definitely be, you know, approaching more than an hour more of daylight that we'll have. And that does make a difference. And so this moon is also a moon. Um, like I said, it's about progress. Um, it's going to be about, you know, what kind of commitment and responsibility that you want to want to make um, and and um, and and generate for yourself um, as you're moving forward. Uh, I did have a um, affirmation that I wanted to, to share with you for um, this new moon. And I will put this on the rooted in starlight uh, Facebook page. And I will make sure that this is in the description um, for the podcast. And the affirmation for this new moon is my friendships are a reflection of my relationship to myself. My friendships are a reflection of my relationship to myself. Um, And I think that is pretty much what I have right now for this new moon. Um, and we kind of, in the process of that, we kind of covered that sun and Saturn, uh, conjunction. And then one of the other things that I did want to point out, I know I've, you know, talked about it earlier with everyone being in Capricorn, but I wanted to just give a shout out to the fact that we have, you know, Venus and Mars, our cosmic lovers have now, joined up in Capricorn and will be traveling together. And they are pretty much, uh, what's nice about this is they actually throughout the month of February are pretty much conjunct throughout the whole month. Um, so because they're only like literally a few degrees apart, um, they, they are so close that if you're someone that's going to get up to be looking for Venus, who is going to be very, easy to spot in the sky. And especially as we get closer to the middle of February, uh, February 12th to be exact is when she will be the 12th and 13th is when she'll be at her brightest. Um, but you'll be able to look off of where she is and, and be able to see Mars because the two of them are going to be traveling so close together. Their exact conjunction happens on the 16th. Um, but they really do spend the most of the month literally like just, you know, three or four degrees apart from each other. 
um, which I actually really like right now because with Venus being retrograde and then, you know, going direct on the 29th, that, that in itself is always, you know, when a planet um, comes out of the retrograde period, it's a little bit of a, a slow uh, build up for them to kind of get that speed again to be generating um, the forward motion. And so I feel with Mars there, Venus has got someone that is really going to be, um, you know, looking out for her, so to speak, um, as she kind of gears up to to get herself back in full power and be able to be working with us very much on the things that um, everyone's been working on with her. Uh, the other thing that is important, though, about the Venus-Mars, this is very much the male-female energy. Um, so yes, it can you know certainly mean about relationships outside of yourself, but this energy can very much be speaking to that balance that you have within yourself of your anima and your animus. And so, <coughs> excuse me. And so this is a, um, is also February is also going to be a month where it'll be, um, good for you to be able to see for yourself, you know, where is your, you know, your, um, you know, or how is your masculine and feminine energy working together within you? Um, because that's going to very much be the indication of how you utilize that energy when you're interacting with others outside of yourself. Um, and so I just, I did want to mention that. Um, and that's important because, you know, obviously we have two um, special days happening with um, the very beginning of February, depending on how, you honor the calendar of the year. Um, for those that follow the um, the pagan path and the Wiccan path, February 2nd is known as Imbolc. Um, it's also known as Candlemas. It is a fire festival because you're working with the goddess Brie, who is uh, very, much, very much associated with the solar plexus chakra. Um, this is um, a very important time of the year for purification and for um, cleansing and dedication. Uh, it's also a great time to be uh, increasing your intuition. And so uh, the goddess Brie is a goddess that is someone that um, works not only with smithcrafting, which would be, uh, you know, the, the people that are able to work with metals, um, but she is also the goddess that works with artists, especially those of the written word. Um, not only poetry, although that's primarily what she's known for, but she's someone that's known to be working with those that are the great storytellers. Um, and so this is energy that's really good for that. Um, and then, then we also have the Chinese New Year, and that is with the new moon that starts, and that will be February 1st. And this is the year of the tiger. Um, this is the water tiger. The last time that we had this was in 1962. And these particular elemental animals repeat themselves every 60 years. And so, again, I feel like that's them saying, you know, that's energy saying we're beginning something 
you know, completely new, a whole new phase is beginning. Um, the tiger is associated with good fortune and power. There's great strength and ability within um, the the tiger. And so that's something that you can be expecting throughout this year. And that, again, ties into what's going on with Capricorn and Aquarius and the way the planets right now are set up. Um, because they're literally saying like, hey, here's a chance to get that plan in place and really dedicate and commit yourself to that and then work with that, work with that plan a little bit every day throughout this year and, and watch the success that you can have with that. Um, and then um, I think the only thing that you need to watch with the tagger for, um, I mean, the positive aspect of it is the tagger is a very ambitious year. And so this is a great year to go after your dreams and goals. Um, but again, you need to be careful because with that kind of, um, with that kind of energy and that kind of, um, you know, power that you're working with, you know, you can, you can obviously be ambitious or that can turn into being impatient and, you know, being aggressive. And so utilized in the right way, it can be a very, um, fortuitous year, um, because of the, um, image and very much the symbol that, that tigers represent. Um, they really are, uh, an animal that has great strength. Um, they're an animal that, you know, has, um, the ability to, um, you know, they're very much loners. Um, so they really have that ability to provide for themselves. And in that message, it's very much for us again, that what is it that you need to be able to do for, for you to bring, the the dreams and 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 the happiness and and the joy that you want to see you know in your life because that very much has to start with you before anyone else um is able to you know help you in any way um and so that was a pretty long episode uh, but there's a lot going on and so i hope that that made sense for most of you i hope that there's something in here that you heard and that um, it resonates with you. Um, again, I will ask you to like and follow. Uh, please leave a voice message on Anchor. Um, you can do a review for Spotify. Please connect with me on Facebook, either through Messenger or through the Rooted in Starlight page um, or my Facebook page of Trisha Morrissey. And I will obviously see you again. I've got a bonus episode for the uh, Pluto trining the North Node and sextiling the South Node. And I will be doing that as a bonus episode. Uh, other than that, I thank you very much for listening. And remember, reach high for the stars lie hidden within you. Thank you, everyone. Be safe. Be well and get your plans in place because now is certainly the time. Take care. Bye.